0: Hi, my name is Megan and this is the And So It Is podcast. If you don't already know, And So It Is is from the iconic TV show, Pretty Wild. And I have to tell you, I feel like Alexis Nyers right now, whenever she was on the phone with Nancy Jo Sales and was screaming at her mother that every time you yell, I have to re-record it because that is how I feel right now with my stuffy nose. Um, I live in Ohio where it is very cold right now. I think it was 20 something degrees was the high today and it snowed this morning. And so the heater is on in my house and my allergies are going crazy. So if I have the sniffles, not if I have the sniffles, I know I have the sniffles and I'm very nasally and I'm so sorry for that. I'm really trying. I keep pausing this and restarting it because I have to blow my nose and I know it's disgusting and I'm really sorry, it's making a bad first impression, but anyways, I think that's going to be my life for the next, what, this is November, so probably the next 6 months, 5 to 6 months, it's probably just going to be me being stuffy all the time, but anyways, I wanted to tell you a little bit about myself to start off with, I am a longtime podcast listener, a first time podcast recorder. I'm 27 years old you might hear my dog here she's sitting beside me I try to get her to lay in our bedroom with my husband and she wants to be out here beside me so here she is so if you hear a little dog in the background going boof that's her that's she doesn't bark she goes boof anyways I'm 27 years old I'm married I've been married for a little over a year I've technically been with my husband for over six years and uh, I have a full time job so this is just something fun that I'm doing in my free time. I'm hoping that I can get all of my nosiness for pop culture and celebrities out there into the universe and maybe find people that are like minded and enjoy talking about it and might find this interesting too. I started watching reality TV when I was very young my mom had me when she was pretty young. She was 20 years old, and she, of course, loved watching MTV. And at that time, it was Real World and Road Rules, so I would watch that with her. So, pretty much since I can remember, I've been watching reality TV shows. I watched Big Brother and Survivor when that first came out. I remember like on VH1 watching Celebrity Fit Club, Breaking Bonaduce. Flavor of Love, Rock of Love, all the classics, um, and on MTV, of course, they've had so many reality TV shows. They had that one called I Love the 70s. That was, like, a competition show, and what were some other ones on MTV? MTV had some good ones, too. I can't really think of them right now, but, you know, they had good ones, and then, of course, E had some of the classics. Anna Nicole Smith show, The Girls Next Door, Pretty Wild. They had some definite bangers back in their day. And um, The Girls Next Door will definitely be one that I talk about because I own several seasons of that on DVD, not to brag. So I'll definitely be talking about that one. But today we're going to start off with a Pretty Wild episode one. And this is the arrest. And if you don't keep up with Tess and Alexis now, I just want to say that they have completely changed their lives around. And it's it's really great. It, it really is. Tess is like a farmer in the Midwest. She's pregnant with her second child. Her oldest daughter is beautiful. She looks just like her. And Alexis also has two little girls. They are both beautiful as well. Alexis has her own podcast called Recovering from Reality. And I would recommend listening to it. Um, Some episodes are pretty boring. But she does have some where she talks about Pretty Wild. And she has one with um, the producer. I think he... I think it was a producer. I think his name is Dan Levy. I could be wrong about that, but that, that one was an interesting one. She has one with her mom, then she just has several where she talks about the show in general, and she also does some good interviews sometimes. She has an interview with Brie Olson, who was a porn star, and that one was a pretty good episode also, and Alexis is honestly, like, it's, so funny to listen to her now and then think about that Nancy Joe sales call because she is so calm and just seems so full of wisdom and so wise for her age and it's truly great to see how far she's come like I'm genuinely happy for Tess and Alexis that they were able to get away from LA and get off drugs and they've really seem to turn their lives around and to be happy and you know that's really all you can wish for with your reality tv stars is that they get away from that craziness and they're just happy they've really pulled a true nicole ritchie both of them really did that and i'm proud of them for it but this episode is the one where alexis gets arrested it starts off with some clips of the girls, and I have here my notes. They are all so pretty, and they are. Tess, Alexis, Gabby, and Andrea, they are all very pretty. Um, Tess is the quote-unquote oldest sister. She's really not one of Andrea's kids. She is actually one of Andrea's friend's kids, and Andrea took Tess in and so she lives with them, and she is older. I believe she was 19 at the time of filming. I could be wrong about that, and Tess is very pretty. Um, She's kind of always been described as almost like the instigator, like the one who comes up with these crazy ideas and kind of leads the pack. That's how she's kind of described in the show, and that's how Andrea And Alexis have also described her recently in the podcast, but she was kind of the brains behind all the shenanigans that happened. And uh, Andrea, if I didn't already say this, Andrea was the mom. She was a former Playboy model. And then Gabby is the youngest child. And Gabby is very dramatic and emotional. I personally think that Gabby is a bad actress. Like, there's no way that she does emotional as she acts in this. But anyways, so Gabby's the youngest. And Alexis is the middle. They describe her as loving attention. And that's kind of how she describes herself in her podcast. She talks about how she wanted love and acceptance basically and you know you can kind of see that in this and they talk about you know how wild and crazy the girls are and they're partying basically and one of the first scenes is the Adderall scene which is where Andrea talks about how all the girls have been diagnosed with ADHD and she yells girls come get your Adderall and they come running down and they get the Adderall and talk about how they're homeschooled and all of their homeschooling is based off of the book The Secret which I don't know anything about that's a complete blind spot for me so I don't know if that's crazy to base your homeschooling off of or if it's like a legit thing I've I honestly have no idea but that is what she bases her homeschooling off of And they talk about how Tess hates rules, and when she's told to do something, she wants to do the opposite. And they kind of talk about the partying, which, when I first saw that, I was a little surprised they addressed the partying so soon. But then I remembered, you know, this is the episode where Alexis gets arrested, so they kind of have to get into it, so it's really not that surprising. But it is, I guess, kind of surprising that they only make it seem like it's Tess at first. They don't really talk about Alexis's party, unless I missed it. Uh, Andrea's lesson is about the laws of attraction and how you need to be careful because you become the average of the people that you surround yourself with, which was good foreshadowing for the rest of the episode. Uh, They talk about Angelina Jolie and what they admire about her and... Tess makes the joke that she admires her husband. And Alexis says she admires her body. And I have a note here that their dog is very cute. The next scene is they go to an audition. It's for Beata lingerie. And the girls are, once again, very pretty in this scene. They both get two-year offers with Beata. And they are very happy. And then the next scene is they're in a restaurant with Mickey Avalon. And there's some other people there at the table. And Mickey Avalon was really a throwback. i completely forgot about him. But I do know he was someone that was popular in the MySpace days. He was not someone that I listened to. So I can't really... speak too much on him, but I will say, you know, he might be a great guy. I, once again, another complete blind spot for me. I don't know really anything about Mickey Avalon, but I will say he looked creepy at the table and he looked too old to be hanging out with this 19 or 18 year old girl. And, um, anyways, I talk about a Kid Rock video and, they want to be in this song and then another iconic line comes up about the lyrics sliding down from heaven on a stripper pole. So they're basically both saying that, you know, I'm the better pole dancer. I should be able to be in the video. And that's kind of the end of that scene. Um, oh, I forgot to mention before they left to go out with Mickey Avalon, Andrea was saying to call her at midnight and they go to Andrea in the kitchen and it's, about twelve fifteen, and they hadn't called her yet so she's freaking out and the whole scene basically alludes to the fact that they go out and they're out all night and they don't get a hold of their mom and then it goes to the next morning it's them laying in bed and you hear a knock at the door and that knock is the LAPD and they're looking for Alexis and this is the introduction to the bling ring which if you don't know anything about it um I would suggest you Google it. There's kind of a lot of information, too much to really get into here, but um it was basically the long and the short of it is these teenagers broke into celebrities' houses in the late, very late two thousands and stole a whole bunch of jewelry and clothing and personal items. And this went on for a while. They broke into several celebrities' homes, and finally they were caught. One of the people that were associated with it was Alexis, and she denied having ever stolen anything. I think she did admit to being there at one of the robberies, but she does not admit at all to stealing anything, and that's still the stance she takes on her podcast today. I don't know if I believe that. Um, I do know that she was on drugs. She talks about doing black tar heroin and some other things. And I will say as someone who had addiction problems in the past myself, you do a lot of things when you're high that you would not do sober. You get very brave. And I could definitely see, you know, a 17, 18-year-old high going into a home with her friends who have done this before and robbing it. Maybe she, I definitely don't think she was sober doing this. I'm not trying to say like she's a mastermind thief, but I definitely think that she did it. She stole the stuff. She might not have clear memories of it, but she did it. But anyway, she still sticks to the, the story that she was there, but did not partake in the stealing. But anyways, the LAPD is there. Alexis gets arrested. Um, and then it goes to a scene that I thought was interesting that I did not remember from before. It's Andrea, Gabby, and then their dad, the girl's dad, the their real dad, their mom's remarried. So this is their real dad. I think he's listed on the screen as ex-husband, biological father, I think they said his name was Mike, but I could have just made that up. But anyways, they show him. They don't ever really show his face fully, so I don't know if he didn't sign off to be on TV, but I didn't remember him at all being in the series. But he is there with Andrea and Gabby, and they say a prayer, and then they go to the jailhouse. And then it shows gabby andrea and tess all outside of the jail and they're talking to paparazzi and you can tell they are they love it like they love the attention they love all of the pictures that are being taken i mean i'm sure they're concerned about their sister i'm not trying to say that but you can tell they're enjoying all of this attention that they're getting and then finally, Alexis gets released. I think they say that she was held for 12 hours. I could be wrong about that. Anyway, she gets released and Tess has a little scarf. shawl. I'm not quite sure what to call it, to put over Tess. Or not Tess, to put over Alexis. And If we get that iconic scene of them leaving the jail. And it's Alexis in the middle with Tess and Gabby on either side of her and she's got that black shawl over her and they act like they don't want the cameras there but they're still talking to the cameras so whatever but anyways Gabby is being dramatic as usual they're talking to the paparazzi they're leaving the jail not saying that scene then the next scene is the next morning at their house it's they're all downstairs they're talking about how yesterday seemed like a nightmare and then Alexis comes downstairs and I have to note her outfit in this scene because I loved it and I don't know what this says about me and how tacky I am but I loved her outfit she's wearing a black unitard like a ballerina type unitard and she has on these pink silky shorts with it. And they say, it looked like it said stripper hottie on the butt. I could be wrong about that, but it looked like it said stripper hottie. And then she had on these high socks. They were pink and white and I loved her outfit. You know, I'm not going to lie. I love a girls next door-esque high sock outfit with, you know, shorts or a skirt that's a brightly colored. I just, you know, I love that style. I can't personally pull it off very well, but I love to see them other people and I thought she looked cute. And then the next scene, it shows them they're on the couch there and kind of just repeating the same themes that they had been saying earlier about never do anything that you don't want on the front page of the LA Times and you know the people you surround yourself with all of that stuff in the middle of this Beata calls Alexis and they say they've seen her on the news and Alexis starts talking to them about associating with bad people and how she didn't do anything wrong, but she was associating with people who did and how associating with people who do bad things makes you look bad. And the lady she was on the phone with did not care. Like you could just tell by her voice. She's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, hon. Okay. Like she, she did not care. Anyways, Viata drops Alexis and they pull her from L.A. Fashion Week. So Alexis is crying and this is ruining her life and how the Fashion Week was her biggest dream. So she's really upset. And then Andrea says to her, this too shall pass. And I thought that was kind of cute because my grandma used to say that. Not that anybody cares, but I'll throw that in there. And Alexis cries, just leave me alone. The next scene is at L.A. Fashion Week, and it's Tess kind of running around backstage there, and there was kind of a funny scene. She's wearing a white t-shirt and I believe shorts. I could be wrong about that, but I think it was a white t-shirt and shorts, and she's talking to a reporter, and the reporter asked her if this is what she's going to wear on the runway, and Tess is like, oh no, I'm wearing lingerie. Like she just seemed really offended that the reporter would think that she was going to wear a white t-shirt and shorts on the runway, but anyways. Um, Tess is talking about how she's not sure if Alexis will show up, so there's some suspense there, and then they show Tess on the runway. She looks very pretty, and surprise, Alexis is in the audience with Andrea and Gabby, And she's very proud. She's very supportive. She's telling the guy sitting next to her, you know, that's my sister. And then when Tess is done, Alexis runs backstage and gives her a hug. And it is very cute and heartwarming. It was a nice scene. And then it shows the whole family outside, um, stepdad included. I don't think I mentioned the stepdad before, but they have a stepdad. And um, they're talking about how proud they are of Tess. And they're happy that the girls supported each other. And then there's a quick little snippet there about how Andrea lacks boundaries and it makes it hard for her to make rules for the girls. And I'd say that's pretty obvious, especially if you listen to Alexa's podcast about her mom. She kind of makes that clear. Um, I know there was an episode there where she talked to her mom and she says that after she I forget exactly what happened. Um, Alexis was molested as a child by a family member. And it was like around the time that she had first found out she was pregnant, Andrea got mad at her about something. And told the family that Alexis was not actually molested and had made the whole thing up. And, you know, understandably Alexis was very hurt by that. And it caused a lot of issues between her and her mom. And there's some other things they talk about in that episode like that and you can just really tell that Andrea I don't want to say she's a bad person but she is a very selfish person I would say and I could definitely see where it's hard for Andrea to make rules that aren't just you know don't make me look bad I don't think she really set boundaries for the girls besides that and that's where the episode ends So that is all I have for this episode. Um, I think the next episode will probably be about the next episode of Pretty Wild. But, you know, it might be something different. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of all over the place. I am a Virgo sun and a Gemini moon. So my mind is a little bit of everywhere. So I'm thinking right now the next episode will be about Pretty Wild. But, you know, it may not be. But I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, you can message me if you have any suggestions. Uh, please be nice. This is my first podcast, and I know I say um a lot, and I forget my words, and I stumble over my words and stutter a lot. So, just be patient with me, please. Um, I'm sorry, I'm stuffy. I'll maybe get some use next or something for next week to help out. But I hope you guys have a good night. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you all later. Thank you. Bye.